Hi, hello, Physionic Podcast, Dedicated Podcast. I guess I'll do my intro. If you're not familiar with who I am, my name is Nicholas Verhoeven. I am a PhD student in molecular medicine, and I am I have my master's in exercise physiology. Today, I'd like to briefly discuss, uh, you know, kind of a more lighthearted study that looked at wine consumption, ladies, gentlemen that consume wine. There may be good news on uh, upcoming how wine consumption seems to lead to a betterment in a variety of different health markers. So more specifically focused on the microbiome. So a diversity, there's a greater diversity in the gut microbiome with increased red wine consumption. I think it was specific to red wine. So that was compared to non-drinkers versus drinkers, and they had a stratification from there. So this is correlative data. So does that necessarily mean that this is causative? No. Uh, but honestly, with there have been other studies that have looked at this, specifically red wine, and how it does seem to have some positive impact in a variety of different areas. Another area that they looked at here was obesity. So individuals who consumed red wine tended to have lower obesity levels. Uh, They also tended to have lower LDL cholesterol or otherwise quote unquote bad particles of cholesterol. And uh, in terms of why that might be the case, well, the researchers speculated that it was due to the polyphenols that are found in wine, specifically red wine. And you may have heard, uh, it was a number of years ago where they they had, you know, a bunch of articles had come out about, well, the verdict's in. Wine is as good as exercise when it comes to your health. And uh, that was massively overblown massively. I can't even even emphasize that enough. It was massively overblown, but they were focused on this molecule called resveratrol and uh, resveratrol. And uh, that's what they find here as well. So of course, you're going to have increases in resveratrol. I think there are other foods though that have higher levels of this particular resveratrol, but I digress. Anyways, so they speculated that there was Due to these polyphenols, you're seeing a process called hormesis, which you may or may not be familiar with it. Hormesis is the idea that if your body or your cells, uh, more specifically, undergo a small amount of stress for a short period of time, that they that leads to a level of adaptation. And to be quite frank, uh, the best example of that is... Well, I, I don't want to pigeonhole the conversation, but exercise, right? I mean, if you, if you run, let's say, one hour a day and you, you could run, let's say, I don't know, three miles and then let's say six months down the road, now you can run five and a half miles, that is still a short period of time of your entire day, 24 hours, where you're stimulating your musculature to improve and it's adapting. And of course, the cells themselves have to adapt as a result. A number of different cells have to adapt. So that's not exactly uh, groundbreaking, the idea of hormesis, that you have small bouts. And 
That's actually true, and this is a really extreme example, but I remember a number of years ago there was a man who was injecting small amounts of snake venom into his body, and eventually he grew this essential, essentially an immunity, if I remember correctly, to snake venom. Uh, and that's the exact same principle. So you uh, lead yourself to tiny, manageable doses of stress, whatever that stress might be. It could be a number of different things. It could really just be just about everything. And that leads to a favorable adaptation by the body uh, to then deal with that stress going forward. Now, the final point I'd like to quick mention, and that might be the case, I would probably venture to say that's probably the case. However, the final point I'd like to quick mention is that uh, before everybody starts getting drunk on red wine, uh, they also showed that drinking a glass of red wine once every two weeks showed the same benefit as consuming red wine every day. So... Do you need to get plastered on red wine? No. And also keep in mind that alcohol still is technically a poison. So if you consume large amounts of it, that's not hormesis. That's just drowning your body in a, a toxin that your body has to deal with. And of course, it has physiological systems to deal with that toxin. But uh, overall, it's still something that... Uh, is probably far overdone. So you could even drink red wine once every two weeks and still see the same benefit on the microbiome as well as your LDL and uh, the relationship with obesity. Now, again, do I really think that necessarily these polyphenols are going to be affecting obesity, going to make you, dro make you drop a bunch of weight? No, I don't. Uh, I, I think that it may be related to the microbiome, microbiota consuming some of these polyphenols or something else inside the wine and LDL cholesterol of course it can just be a stress effect if you are more relaxed than uh, for a period of time then you're of course going to see beneficial impact from that as well uh, but it's associative but uh, there is an association between red wine. And if you r really just want to take it as simple as that, then there you go. There's an association between red wine and a few different positive health markers. And if you don't want to push it any further, you can uh, just drop it as that then. Okay, that's what I've got for you. Hopefully you found it entertaining and informative. And with that said, I hope that you now have an excuse to drink a little bit of red wine. And I hope I have the pleasure of speaking with you in the next one. Have a good one, guys. See ya.